G'day, everybody. It's time for the Jimmy and Redders NRL podcast. Jimmy Newburn, good evening. And as we welcome you, New South Wales can't get 17 fit blokes at the moment. No, not at the moment. How are you, Redders? And uh, yeah, I like Queensland right. missing their back row. So it's um, a little bit a little bit like for like at the minute. But it'll be interesting to see what a um, few ob- possible changes to both sides. There's definitely going to be changes. So it's just a matter of how many unforced changes and, and how many, if they just stick with just the forced changes. So I assume Queensland will stick with just the forced ones, but it's where the New South Wales choose to make some extras outside of Cleary. Okay, well, 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 first of all, go straight to that, Jim. Uh, Jimmy, um, you're in Brad Fittler's shoes. Who are you, who are you going to have? Um, who do you think can win New South Wales the game at these four positions? Six, seven, nine, and 14. I'd um, I'd love to sidestep like Fittler these days, but um, I think I'd do an ACL trying to do that. He had the um, one of the best steps you've ever seen, if you remember back, back then. Oh, no, I remember very well, mate. I was in my very early 20s when Fittler came into play. And, of course, he played in two grand finals in a row in the early 90s, those great Penrith Canberra games. And he yeah, had the most – yeah, he had wicked footwork off either. The thing was with Fittler is he's very powerful off both legs and he could kick field goals off both legs as well. He's yeah. most unusual player with his this skills in his legs. He was a freak. He, um, I remember him and Joey Johns going toe-to-toe in the 2000 semis as well. That, that game at... Um, I think there was a game in Sydney and a game at Marathon Stadium. They both, a year apart, they just absolutely... Dom- one dominated one half, the other dominated the other half. And Freddie came out on top on both times, I think. But, um, yeah, he was, a, he was a superstar. Freddie watching him play as a kid. Um, back to your question. So, yeah, I, I, I think Nico probably deserves... I can understand where they go with this. They decide to go with Reynolds, a little bit older. Had experience, probably the kicking game, probably second to none. Um, I think Nico deserves... Nico's the reigning Dalian medalist and... He was on the bench. He's he's arguably the best halfback in the comp, but they're not winning games against top eight sides. Seems to be the argument against him at the moment with Corolla. But um, I think Nico deserves it, and and I think Cody Walker probably next to him. I think Luai probably only had that spot. I think with Cleary with the combination, um, I guess that's where you can look at it in a way. Reynolds and and Cody with a bit of a um, bit of a combination as well. The old South combo, but. Um, yeah, it'd probably be those two. I'd leave probably moving Nico into the into the start and side. It opens up that 14, which I think's got to go to Damian Cook. Um, and, and just leave Appy to start. I think Cook just plays the same role as what Harry Grant does for Queensland and just comes on and they can just have a look at how things are traveling or who the minutes that they both play in the second half. So I think yeah, Appy plays 25 or 30, Cook plays the last 10 or 15. And and I guess it's yeah, it just depends how the game goes to, to how they run that. So probably only afford to. I don't want to waste too many subs just on the hooker rotation. So, um, yeah, I'd probably yeah, Nico, Hines, Walker, Appy and, and Cook for mine for those four spots that you talk about. And run us through, for those of our listeners that aren't aware, what are Queensland's problems in the back row, please? Uh, Arrow has been ruled out for the, the series, I believe, and also till Tom Gilbert's out for the season. He popped his shoulder in that first game. Yep. Um, and Jai Arrow hurt himself for South. He had the hip drop tackle. Um, I think it was a hip drop last weekend, and I think he's out six to eight weeks, so he'll miss the season, the series as well. He'll be back for South. But you've got, I guess, just having a bit of a think around this afternoon, and you've probably got Kafusi, Hallsborough, yes. and Catewell probably battling out for two spots there, I, I'd assume. Um, Catewell and Kafusi, obviously the tried and tested ones, and Hallsborough. Um, probably doesn't cry as much this year. He's played some good footy for Canberra, and um, they're very um, 
a very, very handy player. It's just a matter of whether they – I think Kafusi's got to come in. It's just a matter of, yeah, Kate Ball has never let him down in the past. But, um, yeah, it's been interesting. One, I think it's those three for, for the two spots. So that said, it'll probably be someone totally different now that I've mentioned that. No, I, I think you might have that pretty much. Look, I, I have the same uh, 6, 7, 9 and 14 as you. I think that Walker's got to play – I think he's dangerous. Um, I think he adds a bit of unpredictability. And uh, you're right with Hines, and absolutely Cook's got to come in. And, and as regards Queensland, Kafusi's a no-brainer. I think that the way they're going, I think that they choose Capewell. Capewell gives them a lot of options. He's versatile. He's played at centre before at a pinch for them and done a good defensive job. He's not a brilliant attacker, but he's, not, he's just not quick enough. But he gives them a lot of versatility. So I think that's where they're going. Horsburgh may have to bide his time. He may actually be in the squad, but I think that Kafishi comes straight into the starting 13. Um, the, dis- the discipline issues, I don't know if they, they count against Horsburgh. You're going to you're have Kafusi and, and Flegler that, that that don't mind giving away a few penalties. I don't know if you want to add a third to that. Um, as Corey Horsburgh's seen, he, he's a few brain snaps, <laughs> especially the other week against Madison. Um, but yeah, as you said, Kirk Capewell's... Um, just the versatility of him, where if you do get an injury in the back line, you don't have to worry about showing which, which Queensland had two wins down, I think it was last game, and they had to throw they had to throw some some weird combinations out around there. But um, he'd just slot straight in, obviously, obviously into the centres if 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 need be. On to the NRL <clears throat> round fourteen results. Of course, it was a sh- um, uh, not not a full round with a couple of teams having buys. The Raiders somehow beat the West Tigers twenty nineteen. <laughs> we'll come back to that. The Warriors pogo the Dolphins at Go Media Stadium in Auckland, 30 to 8. Uh, the Gold Coast Titans, once again, James, scored 28 <laughs> to 26 points, but couldn't defend a loaf of bread. The Rabbits, 46 28 at Rabina. The Broncos, a very impressive victory in Sydney at Endeavour Field, 20 to 12. The Roosters were not very good against the Bulldogs and somehow uh, pulled away with a 25 24 victory late. The Cowboys, that's the most surprising win for me, 45-20 over the Melbourne Storm. And the Panthers minus Nathan Cleary has got a grade two or three hammy, six weeks, they reckon, which will probably get him cherry right for the finals, just quietly, if you have, if you think about that. 26-18 over the Dragons, so they've actually had a win without Cleary. Jimmy, I, was, I caught Friday Night Football at Henson Park on Friday night, and I listened to the end of the West Tigers and Raiders game. And the, the Tigers came from the dead. They went, try, 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 and what... Was eighteen all, and they got the, then they got to nineteen eighteen, and then a late penalty, and the Raiders somehow managed to escape for a reach. I don't know exactly how. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I was at work on Friday night. I um the last update I had was eighteen nil, and I, I packed up, cleaned up, and went back to the lunchroom just getting ready to clock out, and it was eighteen. Uh, the Tigers were in front. <laughs> it was. I thought, what the hell's happened there? So um, then yeah, obviously. Canberra um, get that late penalty and if, you, if you're a punting man and you had um, you, you had some pick the scores there's, there's some fairly good dividends I reckon with 20 to 19 and 45 20 and 25 14 46 20 there's a few uh, there's a few dollars going through the TAB with the pick the scores but yeah, that was there and a great start good game of footy um, the Tigers certainly have improved um, the last month month and a half um, Canberra lucky to get away with it but but they did Absolutely. Um, the Warriors, very impressive over the Dolphins. The Dolphins struggling a little bit over there in Auckland, 30 to 8. And also the Rabbits over the Titans. Honestly, you wonder, the Gold Coast Titans have actually got a lot of ability with the ball in hand, Jimmy. 
But the, what it, what's the story with it? Why can't they defend it? I'd love to go and someone to analyse me what the weaknesses are, but they keep on getting cricket scores cancer, scored against them, Jim. Genuine well, cricket scores. Well, they've got to learn how to win the toss and bat first, Redders, and try and put a score on first. It's um, yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's whether it's a mindset thing or it's something, something they need to fix. The, their finals quality side or bottom half of the finals but they're probably not a premiership quality side but but until they can fix that half their game and the, the defensive half of their game it's, it's just not going to happen I don't know what it is it's no doubt the coaches are smart enough people they're no doubt training at it and working at it but um, yeah I don't know they may need to try some some new methods I don't know some old dodgeball um, techniques start throwing wrenches at them in, in, at training and see how they go but um, yeah I'm not too sure very important win for the Broncos, 20 to 12 over the Sharkies in the Shire. That's a big win for Brisbane, Jimmy. And it's a good, solid win. That's a very good performance. Absolutely. Yeah. It was, a, I was at a, um, a 50th on Saturday night and had Cronulla. That was one of my, one of my games of the week. Um, easier picks of the week, I would have thought. Um, yeah. It was probably Broncos had just started to slide a little bit. I think their form coming through Origin and that, but um, they showed they're still a force. And it's hard to get a read on Cronulla at the moment. But Cronulla and Cronulla on a Saturday night, it's certainly a hard place to to win and, and to come from Queensland to do it. And yeah, full credit to the Broncos. They deserve fully deserve where they um, where they sit on the ladder. And we're as you said, very very good win. I was coming home on with the bride on Sunday after calling Sunday football this time and listened to the end of the highlights of the Roosters and the Bulldogs and. Yeah, look, the Roosters are not impressing anyone at the moment. At no. least they at least they won. I've got grave doubts the Roosters will make the eight, Jim, to be honest, and that hurts. But honestly, not playing good footy, just not. And Canterbury's an ordinary football side. Pretty good game of football up there, uh, up here in Gosford, but they're just not impressive at the moment. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's a strange one. As you can see, a minus 66 points difference. So they've yeah, won, right. a couple, won a couple of narrow games. They're six and six and, and at minus 66. Well, that's probably the, the devil's numbers there. But um, yeah, they're, funnily enough, it's, they're four points off the lead of the competition, but yet they're, they're playing poorly and they're at the, just outside the eight. And yeah, it was it probably says more that the Bulldogs had a bit of a crack, but yeah, I don't know what it is. It's it's, it's only halfway through the year, so there is plenty of time. And and obviously, as I said, it's it's a very very open comp. But yeah, it's a it's I'm not sure what's going wrong or what what it is there. Whether it's a personnel thing or or what it is, but yeah, Brandon Smith certainly hasn't come in and and been the superstar that they thought he would. And um, yeah, they need to start probably stringing some games together through this Origin period. Um, obviously, Tedesco. Won't play every week coming through the next few weeks. I'm sure he'll rest after one of the games. I know he backed up and, and backed up really well on the weekend, but I'm, I'm sure that Robinson will give him a week off somewhere. And Saw Lee's out for a couple of weeks now with his um, the way he drives his knees through the line a little bit. So it's um, yeah, backs against the wall. We'll see how they go this these next few weeks. The most amazing result for mine was the Cowboys beating the Melbourne Storm by 25 points, 45-20 up there in at Townsville, Craig Bellamy, not a happy man. North Queensland were terrific. Melbourne poor. Simple as that. Yeah, it's the Cowboys have certainly come back, come back after the the, the terrible start they had to the season. They certainly um, kicked back in, and I, I, the Storm. I thought the Storm would have won the game. I even know it was up there, but they twenty five point loss. It's, the Storm don't lose by that margin too often. So it was, yeah, certainly a, a pretty poor effort. And, and yeah, again, through origin, they need to start, they need to get a couple of wins. And 
Cowboys had some boys backing up. They had, luckily, probably had the Sunday game probably saved a few of them, but um, yep. a pretty big contingent through through the origin period. So probably would have looked at that door and thought, thought um, they're not a great idea to, to play the Storm when they've had five or six backing up. But, yeah, really good win, really good effort. And Penrith, without Nathan Cleary, Jack Cogestine around Nathan, I must admit, I thought Jerome Luai looked lost. But the Penrith found a way to win, beat the Dragons 26-18. They're probably lucky they played such a lowly side than the Dragons, but at least they won. And they're on top of the ladder, Jim Penrith, with a 26-18 winner at night out there at Penrith Stadium. Yeah, yeah. It's, as you said, take the win. They, they, they didn't play all that well, but um, yeah, we spoke sort of about them finishing in the mid part of the top eight a few weeks ago, and here they are in the middle of origin and, and sitting equal first. So them and, and obviously Brisbane, but yeah, half that, they're really good effort. They've um, got a couple of games in hand. I think they've had their buys as well. So we'll see how we go over the next few weeks. They will miss a few. And with Cleary out, that's, that's the big one now. If um, Jack Cogger gets a chance to step up for the next six or eight weeks and Cleary, as you said, Cleary freshens up and, and see where, where he comes back to, if they're still in the top four or, or around the mark. Thursday night football this week. Um, the, the one team that's got the buy this week is the North Queensland Cowboys. So it's got Thursday night 40, the Titans holding hosting the Gold Coast at Rabina. Then Friday night early, it's the Raiders and the Warriors down there at a chilly Canberra. Then <clears throat> the Channel 9 game on Friday night is the Eagles hosting the Dolphins, a very important game for both teams. The Dragons host the Rabbits at uh, Jub- Cogger Jubilee on Saturday afternoon at three. At half past five, it's Brisbane hosting Newcastle. At half past seven, it's the Roosters hosting the Panthers at the magnificent Sydney Football Stadium. Then on Sunday, this is a great game. Melbourne and Cronulla down there is a Channel 9 game on Sunday at five past four. And then the traditional long weekend Monday game is the Dogs and the Eels. That's at Stadium Australia. Jimmy, the Titans and the Tigers could be a score-a-thon. The way the West Tigers are playing pretty convincing football, this could be 34-36. <laughs> yes. It's probably not bad for the neutrals. Um then it'll probably be 32 nil at half time. It'll be, be the massive comeback like it was when they played the Dolphins, the Titans. But yeah, it's hard to get a read. I've picked, um, I've picked the Gold Coast just because they're at Seabus. But as the Titans have improved, so, uh, the Tigers sort of improved out of sight the last month and a half. But um, I think Brimson being back is probably a massive thing for them. We said killing Sammy go to the edge, but um, Tigers undefeated. Corus obviously wants to really keep that. Wants to keep the hooker spot off. I don't think he's any danger of dropping out of the squad, but um, whether Cook puts enough pressure on him for the start and spot, but Appy will be keen to to really um, have a big big game. But yeah, very high scoring game that I think the Titans win. But um, yeah, very good for the neutrals um, Thursday night. Um, yeah, I think the Titans. Ah, oh, sorry, the yeah the Gold Coast Titans. I think win that game. Gold Coast Titans, to mine just. The Raiders and the Warriors. This is actually a pretty good game of football. The Raiders in great form. They keep on winning. They weren't great last week, but they do keep on winning. The Raiders at home to the Warriors. This is actually an excellent six o'clock game on Friday night. It really is. And of course, Canberra being a much smaller city, they'll get a good crowd out there at, at Bruce. Uh, I reckon, I reckon oh, sold I, out Redders. Say again. I reckon it'll be sold out Redders. The Jared Croker's three hundredth game. I think they'll um I think they'll pack the place out. So it's the early game. I don't know. Well, how they should pick some, but but yeah, I, th- I think I think the Canberra supporters will get round him. He's their favourite son, and, and and good on him for getting to three hundred games. Where it didn't look likely last year. Raiders for mine. I think the Warriors are a good football side, and I think this will be an excellent game of footy. But the Raiders at home, it is Croker's three hundredth, and I th- I think they'll get home just. 
Yeah, I, I agree with the result wise. Yeah, I think I think the um, the crowd getting behind them and and as I said playing for Croker. I think the Warriors, as you said, Warriors are sitting um, just at the bottom half of that eight. Or well, they're equal with the old two points behind the Raiders at the minute. But um, yeah, so I think the Raiders win. I think it's a, again a pretty good matchup. Agreed. Of all the times you want to play the the way that the Dolphins are playing this season, Manly would want to choose this Friday night at home in front of their lunatic fans at Brookie. Um, Friday night, 8 o'clock, the Eagles and the Dolphins. And the Eagles are clear favourites on sports bet. And I I agree. I think Manly will win uh, just because the Dolphins are in a bit of a lull and Manly's got an enormous amount to play. There's always a lot of pressure on Manly to make the eight. And these are the games they must win, James. Yep. Yeah, I think they'll um, they should go into the eight with a win. Um, they're a point behind the Dolphins, who yeah they were poor last week, but um, Trebojevic being cleared is obviously a massive boost. And I think Garrett goes to the centres with um, with Brad Parker missing. Um, the Dolphins, a few little concerns with Wallace and, and Milford both suspended. I think Gilbert's obviously out injured and Kafusi's still unavailable, but. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be down at the game. Uh, thanks to the wide line windows, looking after you get me into a um, corporate box as well up, up at Four Pines. So I'll be. Oh, good gracious, nice, Jimmy nice in a corporate down. box. Yeah. God help us all, everybody. We'll have a well. And next week's edition of uh, Jimmy and Redders, we'll have a good bird's eye view of this. If Jimmy hasn't had too many of the gauge roads. Yeah, well, it'll be Four Pines at. Um, oh, Four, four by bigger pun, yes. <laughs> at Manly, the uh, the Seagull Draft, I think it is. Um, but yeah, no, the, um, Finney's looking after me from Wide Line Windows. He sponsored one of the Manly jerseys, so yeah, it's um, nice of him to to look after me. So I head down after work. Um, I think it's, yeah, it'd be a cracking game. I would have been at the game regardless, but obviously the um, the best way to watch footy is when it's free and and the um, the drinks and foods complimentary. So. Um, well, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully, a good game, and we can uh, just tighten up the defence a little bit, and 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 really go into um, the following week. I think without the Origin guys, we need the win to need to win this week to um, just to get on the front foot ahead of next week. And please get us a selfie or a photo so we can put it on next week's avatar of you in Manly Kitty, the corporate box, James. That that's <laughs> most important. Um, I don't care what anybody says. The rabbits will uh, will give it give it to the dragons and win comfortably. It's as simple as that. A cocker jubilee. The old Saturday time slot of three o'clock. Three o'clock Saturday is the old ABC game. It is. The, it is indeed. When I was growing up, that's I flicked between Channel Seven and the ABC with two different codes of footy. Yeah. Warren Boland and, and Warren Ryan on the... Oh, um, oh Alan Marks going back right. a long way. But yeah, that's Warren Boland and Warren Ryan, that's right. And was it Johnny Peard, I think, was the sideline guy? Yeah, uh, yeah he um, was indeed. Um, yeah, South, I think the trail's obviously still out. Arrow Murray miss as well. Murray um, obviously comes back for origin as well. But the other one was Cody Walker got an eagle today. He's expected still to play, but um, slight little quad strain today. So it'd be interesting to see if they... Um, how serious it is in the next couple of days if they um, decide he needs a rest or, or they'll, they want to play him with the guys out. But, yes, I think they'll win. Um, yeah, win that pretty comfortably. I think they're sitting third south and it'll keep the pressure on Penrith and, and the Broncos and, and the Dragons will stay on the bottom. Brisbane and Newcastle play at the Hot Pass 5 game at Lang Park. Um, uh, we haven't spoken. We didn't get a chance last week due to my work commitments. Uh, Newcastle, a pretty deep, reasonable win over Manly recently. We haven't talked about that too much, but we'll leave that one. I don't think I don't think Newcastle can beat Brisbane in Brisbane. Sorry. Um, yeah, no. Cobo comes back. He should score a couple. Um, yeah, I think the the five thirty game 
Ponga back to fullback is a positive for the Knights. I think he he, he offers a little bit more there and then obviously doesn't have to tackle or put his head in the wrong spot too many times um, at the back. But um, Greg Marjorie has been unbelievable for him. He's just yes. a ball of muscle. He's like a little Matt Utah, the newer version of Matt Utah used to be for the Bulldogs um, 20 years ago. But obviously Corey Oates and Cobbo on the wings. Adam Reynolds playing for an origin spot. Flegler there. Payne Huss against the Saifidi brothers. Um, yeah, I think the Broncos win, win that by about 12 or 14 points. The Roosters and the Panthers is probably a lot, a bit closer than it was a couple few days ago when Cleary was there. Without Cleary, the Roosters have got a sniff. But um, the you, if we're going to tip properly, you can't just tip with your heart all the time. I think the Penrith will win this game. I think the Roosters will give it a fair shake, but I can't see the Panthers losing. No, I think I think Jack Coggers. Jack Coggers got some. He's got a little bit of experience. He obviously he's got the spot now for a little while. Obviously it. Um, with Cleary, they're not going to they're going to rush him back in the next couple of weeks. It'll be be the good six or eight weeks he's there. Um, Jamin Seven comes into the fourteen role on the bench. Sonny Luke goes back to the reserves, but um, I think Tupo's actually been named. He hasn't played for a while. Um, Swali he obviously misses. Um, Billy Smith I think comes in as well, but um, yeah, I think Penrith will win. Penrith win that game reasonably well. Allianz Stadium, I know, but but yeah, I'll still, I'll still go with Penrith. The Melbourne Storm host the Cronulla Sharks. This is the Channel 9 game at Amy Park in Melbourne. A, a truly great save. And in fact, that'll be a very busy precinct because Jimmy Carlton plays at exactly the same time across the across the railway line. There'll be 80,000 there. This is a big game. Cronulla's got a pretty good record to get down there against them. I think Melbourne will be vengeful and angry after getting pogoed in Townsville last week. There's no other way to describe it. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, and I think the I think the Sharks are have got a real issue with top sides. I'm going to pick Melbourne here. Yeah, both as I said, they're both disappointing. Um, yep. Last week, Olam's out for the Storm, which is we've failed HIA. Um, I think Grant Anderson comes in. So, and as you said, the Sharks actually have, have won a few games down there of recent years, but um, they they weren't great last week as well, and and they haven't beat a top eight side yet. And I guess it's going to happen sooner or later. But Nico Hines. Um, up against Munster, um, I know Hughes and Munster, but um, yeah, I, I think it's a I think it's a pretty good game of footy. It's a, the four o'clock Sunday game, but I think I'll go with Melbourne. Um, Melbourne in a pretty high quality game, I reckon. Uh, yes, I think that'll be a cracking game of footy. And this last game has got a bit, a bit of a different feel to it after um, a decision made today mm. by Andrew Abdo. The Bulldogs on Monday, it's the traditional uh, long weekend Monday clash, Canterbury against Parramatta. Four o'clock on Monday. It's, it should be a high entertaining game, but Dylan Brown um, is has been stood down by Andrew Abdo uh, for a legal matter that we can't discuss on here. That's subjudice. But I think that changes things a bit. I still think Parramatta is too good for the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs are a long-term work in process, and I think that uh, Parramatta, despite the fact that they'll have a replacement five eight, will get home. Well, they're replacing five eights actually at Manly now. They've um, they got rid of the coach's son. Um, who's they did. Dejan Arcee will probably come into the the five eight role, and that's right. The X amount of X amount of weeks, I'm not too sure. It'll be obviously dependent on how fast the court system moves. But yeah, um, he's a bit of a blow. He's obviously been in really good form this week, uh, this year. Dylan Brown and Moses will obviously step up. Moses has been pretty good as well. He'll he'll step up, I think. Um, Arcee isn't a bad player. Um, obviously not at the caliber of um, of Dylan Brown, but there's also talk Gutherson could potentially jump into the halves as well, um, and they'll bring someone back into fullback. So, 
Um, but yeah, I think Parramatta win. It's the traditional game on um, on the King's birthday now. I suppose it's the first King's birthday game, but yep. um, after it being the traditional Queen's birthday game. But um, yeah, I think Parramatta. Parramatta definitely win the game um, up against the um, Geelong Hawthorne blockbuster on Monday afternoon. But um, no, 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 no. Is That's that not Easter. This year? Ah, it's, sorry. No, That's it's Easter. a sold. It's a sold out Melbourne. Melbourne Collingwood. No, it's sorry, Melbourne. It's the, uh, top of the ladder. Big, it's also big freeze. Big freeze game. Sorry, top of ladder. Big, um, big yeah. freeze. Our, our dear friend Lucas James Holmes and his old man will be there. Louis yes. is going to watch Carlton and Eston and then Collingwood and Melbourne. You know how much of a Collingwood nutter he is. Yes. And no, no, it'll be a sold-out MCG, Melbourne and Collingwood at the same time, James. Yeah, Daniel, actually, Daniel Gray will be down there and a few of the Warners Bay guy, AFL guys as well down there, um, centre wing, thanks to Simon Smith and his beautiful tickets that die used a couple of weeks ago, so they'll um, yeah, certainly enjoy that game and probably after that you might catch the end of the league game on the telly, but yeah, it's the top of the table AFL, sorry, Redders, it's this. Easter game would be the other one. That's uh, correct. Easter Mondays, Hawthorne and Geelong always, yep. But uh, Parramatta, yeah, but back to that, Parramatta. Um, yeah, I think Parramatta win, Ado Carr want to, hopefully gets a bit more ball than what he got in origin last week, which which might help if a fullback passes it to him, but um, yeah, I think I think Parra win. Now, how how is Byron? Is he on the lounge looking at Dad at the moment, or is he? Just... I've jumped into the yeah. He's, he's on the lounge. He's watching telly at the moment. He's watching probably watching NRL three sixty and probably trying not to throw up in his mouth from um, Buzz Rothfield's outlandish comments. Yeah, I'm not going there. For goodness <laughs> me, I'm not going there. And Jimmy, any value in a? Have you have you looked at a multi? Have you got any any um, bets off the off the back uh, off the back of your head for 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 our listeners this weekend? I'll have a look. I've got an AFL. It's it's a just a couple of head to head. The Brisbane Lions and Fremantle in the AFL. Raiders Manly and Canberra. Oh, the Raiders Manly and Canberra. The Raiders Manly and Brisbane in the ARL in the NRL. So okay, all head to head. Brisbane Fremantle Canberra Manly and Brisbane again. That um, you get a bit. Four dollars thirty at the moment for that. Well, I'm going to have have a little bit of a, a flutter myself. I'm going to go the Rabbitohs thirteen plus, the Sea Eagles thirteen plus. Hope so. And the Brisbane Broncos thirteen plus. Yep, that sounds a bit all pretty pretty genuine legs. Those ones, Redders. I hope if Manly don't win thirteen plus, or if they even lose the game, at least I won't be able to remember much of it. So it might not be a bad thing. Jimmy, enjoy your time at Four Points Park, and it sounds like a wonderful opportunity. I know you'll have a great night, and and best of luck to your boys. This is if they're going to get serious. Manly's got to knuckle down soon. They've got to really get serious. They're not far away. They're in striking distance. They've got some firepower. They've just got to get it together. I think that you, as a Manly fan, has got every right to say, guys, now you've got to pull the extract a digit and start playing decent <laughs> football week in, week out. Just need that consistent run with um, with injuries and a few things. Just seems to be back into a bit of fitness. Obviously, he needs Cherry Evans next to him. He showed that against the Knights. He probably just wasn't quite. He's not an organising half, so I think he needs he needs DC next to him to, to play his ga- play his natural game. But they'll be okay, I think. Um, Dolphins would be yeah tough side. Wayne Bennett won't let them do that two weeks in a row. They did last week, so they only let them up and about. Yes, and I still think, although you're a Manly fan, I think that Daly Cherry Evans is one of the more underrated players of our generation. Every single time he, basically every time he plays high level football, he's done a, a pretty good job, and he steered Manly around for a long time. And Queensland, uh, 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 remember who he followed? He's done a pretty good job in Maroon as well, just quietly. So, uh, two hundred ninety five games, I think this week. I think he's only been one other Manly player hit three hundred. So, if you 
there's two if you count Steve Menzies, um, but Cliff Lyons is the only one. The standalone Manly without the merge bit in the middle, so um, he hits that in a few weeks' time, which is which is a really good effort. Uh, it certainly is. Jimmy, thank you so much for your time. Um, enjoy the football Friday night. Look forward to catch up with you next week, my friend. Thanks, Redis. On behalf of Jimmy Newburn, this is David Redden. Uh, again, be watching out for if there's anybody that gets uh, dragged out of a corporate box on the television on Friday night at uh, at Four Points Park, you know exactly who it'll be, ladies and gentlemen. And Dave Redley, I'm sure you know exactly who it'll be. On behalf of Jimmy, this is Redders. Bye for now.